Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to mark out No So, mostly just mark out for POW! POW POW! Pro Wrestling. Whoopa! It's a pow. Oh yeah, that's right. My bad. Uh, yeah, papai. We get to talk. No, we already went past that. Yeah, yeah, papau. Yeah, papau. Come on, Mr. Lala. Yeah, papau. Come on. We need a yeah, papau strap match. Yeah, papau. Yeah, papau, bro. You got Hammerstone. That's close to Hogan. That's not. That's not me to Hammerstone. Yeah, let's not be mean. Yeah, come on now. Hammer's a good human being. Yeah, come on now. I take that back. I'm sorry, Hammerstone. Your boy. So, like. If this was the war stories, I'd make a joke of, I miss the days of Yapapai because, boy, this week was terrible. But this is a whole different bag of terrible candy, <laughs> as this is the No Soul podcast. It is. And I'm your host, I'm your legend, Joseph Lessel. I'm wow. alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Four out of ten on that one, Joe. I know, I know. <laughs> Who are you to doubt tell Dandy? Uh, Joey Legend doubts on Dandy. Oh my God, Joey confirmed. Legend. You're no longer a legend. You know oh, who man. doubts on Dandy? The Blanchard brothers. No, they don't because no. this, this is Blanchard, Blanchard Country. Country. You're welcome. A big fan of the Blanchards is the ch- ch- chosen one, Mike Boobal. I couldn't be because they don't have it like that. Damn, he's getting good at this transition thing. I, I try. I do. I do my best. Oh. It only took him. Nope. <clears throat> Won't say that joke. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. It only took him four years of being the host to what the most. As they, as they put Jesus, it dude. Um, He's lighting you up over there, Corey. I know. I'm, I'm just like lobbing these big gigantic <laughs> balls his way, and he's hitting them ham, home runs. Well, I got to sway him back and forth, so it's fine. <laughs> God damn it. I sway my nuts back and forth. Click it, he clack. Click it, he clack. That's Joe's nut sack. All right. <laughs> well, let's start. I know there's one laughing here, but let's start it off with a... Uh, no laughing matter. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we send our prayers out to... And- our thoughts. Our thoughts. Our and some of our prayers. I don't believe prayer. There you go. For one, Scott Hall, as it turns out that he is a uh, life-threatening situation right now. Complications to his uh, surgery he had. Three he heart attacks. I mean, I was surprised to hear he, he made it as of now. Yeah. With suffering three heart attacks. Like, that's, you know, it only takes one. So three of them, you know, it's just these wrestlers, dude. It's just, it's it's out of the it's out of the ring, and not only in the ring now, they're just spamming finishers, right? They just you know. Although I get him, get Scott Hall credit. He's the one who said, "I can't wait to kick out of your finisher." Well, fuck three heart attacks. He's gonna kick out of that. <laughs> Didn't know he was talking to God, but you know, well, you know, Chico. And all seriousness, now, yeah, we best wishes to Scott Hall. Yeah. Uh, to all you Twitter keyboard warriors, yeah, we know he's made mistakes in life. It didn't take but like 10 seconds after the first report on Twitter. Someone was like, yeah, he's a piece of shit human anyway. Hope he dies. He was a druggie. He killed a guy. Blah, blah, blah. Rah, 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 blah, 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 blah. He was, a, he was in the parking lot of a bar in like Charlotte in 84. And some guy came at him with a gun, yep. and he fought him off. You know, you've seen it in fucking TV shows all the time. They're struggling. Put the gun down. Put the gun down. Yep. And the guy's shot and dead. So that's what happened there. Okay. And he, it's. Uh, I watched the WWE produced. Have thought better about it. I watched the WWE produced Scott Hall doc, and it's you know it's what you get from WWE. But but 
and I'm not sure this was a good idea or not, but they did drag him back to that uh, parking lot <laughs> and have him talk about it. Uh, <laughs> this is where I did it. Yeah. Did they also hand him a beer afterwards? I mean, Jesus. So, you know, maybe it was therapeutic. I don't know, but I was like, this is an interesting choice. Given given his uh, rep at the time, uh, I but I mentioned that because a lot a lot of the drinking problems started there. Like he he I mean, had a real hard time you know dealing with it. That means he's a good person. Yeah, and then of course, uh, well, like Snooker who just kept wrestling and killed somebody. <laughs> good times, brother. Uh, and then of course he he met Tony Schiavone because he was a groundskeeper at the uh, Charlotte the Gwinnett or no, but whoever the Charlotte I can't remember their name Royals was it Royals. I can't remember who they were a little league team for, but the Charlotte, you know, minor league baseball team that Tony did. The Crockett's owned it. Tony did announcing for it, and he was a uh, Browns keeper. That's when he met him. And Dusty said, holy shit, guy's huge. Uh, you should be a wrestler. And he wasn't wrong. Yeah. Worked out. Um, a lot of people. It, 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 you'll, hear, you'll hear three names normally when they say greatest person to never win a world title. You hear Scott Hall, you hear Roddy Piper, yep. you hear Teddy Biasi. Yep. Some people aren't Anderson, but I think he's a step below those guys. Yeah. Um, I personally think Scott Hall is the greatest to never win. Piper didn't need a world title. Piper didn't need a world title. And he also, was, he just, I mean, he was okay in the yeah. ring, but he wasn't great. But he was so over. Yeah. He didn't need it. Um, Scott Hall had both. Yeah, Scott Hall had both. And uh, I think he actively, I think he should have got the run that Diesel got in 95, late 94, because yeah. he was so fucking over. And he'd already done the Intercontinental title thing. I think. I mean, I get seeing Kevin Nash's size and going, and he's charismatic as hell. But but Nash could have beat him. Yeah, you know, but I would have given I would have given Razor a shot then at that point. But hey, that's just me. But best of luck to him. Hopefully, he kicks out of this and recovers. But blood clots, three heart attacks, life support. That's rough. That's the hell of a three on one hill beatdown right now. So, but if one guy can kick out, it's the bad guy. Oh yeah, come on, bad guy. Give. Uh, Give the old blood clots, give them that sack of shit throw over your shoulders. Yep. Drop the uh, drop the heart attacks with the razor's edge, mm-hmm. and come back one more time. Um, another scary situation happened on SmackDown <sighs> as Big E got dropped on his head by Ridge Holland, and it turned out to he got stretched out, and it turns out that he has fractured. His neck. He's got a broken neck. Yeah, broken neck, but like in two places. C3, one? C6, or C1, 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 Before that spot, even, when he landed outside, he was knocked unconscious. Yeah. When he took that back bump, he was out. He went super stiff. Which is why, if you I've watch it. I've seen that motion so many times in my life. Man. Which is why, if you watch it, he didn't tuck his head. Yeah, he didn't. That's, I mean, that's what happened. It's, he had no idea where he was. Like, I mean, the, the suplex on that side shouldn't have happened anyway. It's just wrestlers really need to learn how to work inside the ring. It's, I'm talking all around, not just. I don't blame Rich Holland. He's young, he's inexperienced, and that was the spot that was it called happens. for. It is what it is. So you do, you know, the guy said he was okay, or the guy, you know, he wasn't obvious, so you go do it. And he just didn't tuck his head because he was fucking out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. terrible. Uh, like Brock at WrestleMania, think fuck he has that giant of a neck. Yeah. Otherwise, he's not walking anymore. Um, like his neck is so big, it saved him. And then looking at Twitter and just everywhere afterwards, I mean, you can tell this guy is one of the most loved guys in the biz. Like people from every company 
He's in good spirits, man. He's just making jokes about himself. And that just, you know what? That just goes to the person he is. That's why why I was so pissed when he won that world title. And I told everybody, he's not going to get a good run. They're going to treat him like shit. They're going to book him like garbage. And he's going to be a non-factor. It wasn't because I didn't like Big E. Everybody loves Big E. It's because that company does what they do. Um, I you know I think it's awesome he's making jokes and shit yeah. power of positivity and all that crap I don't have it but I'm glad he does. It's a it was a you know scary situation he's in good health you know spirits all this and it's just like crazy thing that I don't know if, Corey if you saw the like Taz having yeah. to like defend himself because he's basically going you can have the strength but it's the, how you, technique it's the technique it's the execution and it's like that's what you need to do to get, make everybody safe, you know, and did people you, like, well, you injured somebody. You, you, you weren't, you know, it's like, did you see professor or Dr. Cornette go on Twitter today with, did. A, with a video of Taz doing a suplex and breaking it down as to why it was safe. And it was the technique and all that. No. Yeah. And he doubled down and defended Taz. He's like, no, look, here's how it's done. Taz had his arms like <laughs> this. He lifted up as he was up in the air. Taz stepped forward three times to reposition himself to fall backwards safely for him and the person he was dropping. Yeah, like he dropped it down video style, like an ESPN fucking analyst. He's like, like that's why it's not just power; it's technique. You have to know what you're doing and have to be in the that, right place to do it. My Twitter was just blowing up because of Taz responding to people, and he's like, you know, this is not uh, company versus company. This is I'm, you know, yeah, wishing the man well. Well, you said you purposely could hurt someone. I could. But I'm not going to. Yeah. No. I'm, it's not strength. It's, it's uh, technique. I, I enjoy Taz on Twitter because he's a lot like Mike. Um, he's got opinions. He gets blocked a lot. <laughs> he has opinions. He's not going to waver from them. And he'll tell you to have a nice day if, if he feels like it. Yeah. We're using different words. Um, yeah, the only tweets I've deleted are the ones I've been made to delete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but he's right. And I yeah, I don't personally blame Rich Holland. I, I I bet he feels terrible. <laughs> that dude has the worst luck, though. Yeah, right? My First, he God. Debuted his own body. Yep. Uh, debuts on SmackDown, broken nose. At least he did the right thing and uh, visited, visited Big E after the show. And yeah. Looking at you, Rock. <laughs> Also means uh, Biggie probably is cool with him too. Yeah, like you know, it happens, man. It's it's that weird thing of you know it's a shitty that you know it happened to Biggie and shitty it happened. It was just like somebody I was like on scrolling through like TikTok and somebody posted a video of like four months ago and it's like Biggie just you know you go in the ring you have the dance with somebody you know you you're in you're out you go home you make money that's all you gotta do no broken nothing nothing so, broken just in and out did that match continue did they stop it right there no it continued <sighs> just not with him just not with him yeah there, there's that and so that is the uh there is the benefit to the the overabundance of safety protocols they have with matches in wwe that when something's like that they're like yeah i know you're like we're, we're just done like i know people give them shit all the time that it's so sterile and, and so obviously choreographed and fake all the time. But here is the other side of that. I don't mind issues like this. When there are injuries and they can take care. Like when and, Jerry Lawler had a heart attack and who in the could, middle of the show, they saved his life. Who could like, possibly bitch about that? Like, I've seen it. Like I have no problem at all with going, oh, that guy's seriously hurt. Get him back. Or re- um, that part I don't mind. Um, stopping a match because there's a trickle of blood on the forehead. That just takes it out for me. It's like, yeah. If, it, the, if, it, if, if the dude's bleeding like punk on Revolution, 
Fine. You it's may want to the, stop it. It's the matter of what the situation the injury is. Yeah. You know, Jerry Lawler had a heart attack on live TV. They were able to pull him off the air, not you not knowing, unless you were on social media, pull him in the back. Uh, Big E got, you know, what happened to him? He was on the outside. They continued in the ring. Um, the Ray Phoenix break getting his arms yeah. spaghettied. <laughs> but lucky enough, that was at the end of the sh- match. Yeah. It was at the end. I mean, uh, the dude from FTR. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that was nasty. Um, Cash. Yeah. When his arm got caught in the, the knot. The bigger and- problem I have with it is not anything health protocol. It's creatively after something like that happens, like the pre-show for day one where Ridge Holland's nose got completely shattered. They pulled him out. They took him to the back. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Take care of the guy. But maybe put it in place or tell something to the ref that if the heel is gone with an injury and it's a one-on-two in the face's advantage, have the faces win. It doesn't look good for Sheamus to go on and win that I match mean, by himself. The, the chippy underdog, uh, Sheamus. We watched <laughs> a video about WCW the other day where uh, Booker T and uh, Ricky Mart- Rick Martel got hurt. Yeah. And they just changed the finish. Yeah. Because Booker Martel was supposed to win. Yeah. It's not hard. It's not. You just, whatever. These guys are all professionals. At some point, they should. They have to know how to do a match anyway. You know how just bad do it, it makes your baby faces look if two of them can't beat one guy by himself when his partner's injured? And yeah. those baby faces was Ricochet <laughs> and Cesaro. <laughs> yeah. And back to Rich Holland, who just, this dude. He's got bad right? luck. So, so that happened, right? They pulled him off. But what's the greatest video maybe in the last three years? That company is Becky Lynch. Hammered with blood, staying in the crowd. Bring it. She didn't get. He didn't get that treatment. He got rushed to the back. Becky yeah. Lynch is like a fucking badass. That dude could not catch a break, dude. Which, <laughs> and he's like a former rugby player. So he can't yeah. not me, catch a break. You can't tell me he can't take it. And which Becky at the time, she doesn't remember a damn thing. She just she was just told to pose. Oh, it's fantastic. But you know, right? Do you know what Piggy's match was? It's not going to happen at Mania. But do you know what they were? Planning? Well, there was rumor they were setting up because Xavier's back. They were setting up a new day versus the Newsies. Mm. Seamus Ridge and uh, Butch there was the rumor. That's the rumor that that's what was going to be I mean, made. Still do that, I guess. Be tag match. Yeah. You know, just have Ridge and Seamus against King uh, Xavier and Kofi. And Butch. You can have Butch on the outside. Can, can, okay. Mm. Speaking of that, good God, I Pete Dunn is now. What's the rumor? You know why they called him Butch, right? Why? Because this is something Vince and Pritchard would do. Ridge Holland's real first name is Luke. Bushwhackers. Mm-hmm. And they would get a giggle out of it. So let's call him Butch. Haha. It's good shit, pal. But it's a joke only two of them will get. It's only joke if you change the guy's name to Luke. Otherwise, yeah. there's no joke there. Then it's just, it's just a stupid name. Oh, it's just something for the two of them to jab each other about. Haha. <laughs> it's good shit, pal. I no, totally real quick, uh, how many people who are younger than us know who the fuck the Bushwhackers are? That's going to land for literally yeah. nobody. It, oh, he's a 76 year old man, so. And I, I saw that and I was like, wait, what? Pete Butch. Dunn. Pete Dunn. Butch. If I mean, I'm, if I'm the name, someone. The name is on, is on parallel to talent, so it's fine. And I'm, he just resigned. So, uh, I'm someone who, if I, if I worked for NXT UK, I would try my best to stay hidden in that fucking place. I wouldn't want to stand out because everyone who comes over here, Gunther, <laughs> Butch. I hope Butch gets a lifetime contract with that company. Well, he never uh, leaves. A, kid is, a kid is now showing up. Yeah, a kid. So here just be kid. Uh, a wall or a wall. It's his, his son. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at Rhea. She's a star, quote unquote, but hasn't been booked well at all. Anybody from NXT UK just gets 
Tony Storm. Tony she's Storm. Not the one, yeah, she's, she's not even out. there anymore. Yeah. So I mean, like, I wouldn't want to. Uh, I wouldn't want to stand out on that fucking company. Nigel McGuinness. No, he's on <laughs> two hundred five live. No, uh, it's a level up, sir. Oh, level up. It's, it's level up. It's a bar in Eugene. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he, uh, show he, on the network. He's a bartender at the. Uh, if there, you've seen the, what he we, if you've seen what he wears lately, you're not far off. Yeah, it's casual clothes now. <laughs> well, no, he wears like this skin tight white shirt and then a a toddler's vest. Hell yeah! <laughs> and on his six foot six frame, the schmedium. Yeah, no, no, that's like a, a schmedium is like a six XL next to what he's wearing. <laughs> it's like, I've never seen something so tight on somebody in my life. It's toy, like a toyger. <laughs> How about no, you crazy Dutch bastard? <laughs> How about no? That's a big person. No? Isn't he a singer? Sam oh. Burns? <laughs> oh, that's sad. Do we have any kind of updates here? Oh, someone else passed away. An actor. Who? Who? William Hurt. I know the name. Hurt or Hunt? Why do I know the name? Hurt. Um, he's the general in the most recent... Uh, uh, Avengers. Okay. Hmm. Um, I've heard. Yeah, I know the name. Let me see if I can find a photo for you. Um, so yeah, shitty, <laughs> shitty stuff happening. Around, what a way around. to start this show. <laughs> right. I know. I'm trying. Not one to. of our, one of our war stories faves clinging to life. Butch getting. Okay, yeah, I know the guy. I know the guy. Butch getting character assassinated <laughs> doesn't stand a chance now, and then, uh, and then a famous actor dies. How so. long is Biggie out? Do we know? No one knows yet. No, it's, but luckily no surgery, so that's great news. So maybe by SummerSlam, possibly. Yeah, um, he's in Lost in Space, the movie. If you've okay. seen that, Joey, how you doing? Yeah, how you doing? Um, but let's 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 uh, pump up. Should we, we want you guys want to mark out? Live and let die. Pow week, boys. There we go. As it's pow week. Pow week. Let, let's try to transition here. As it's pow week, live or let dive. As we're going to mostly just mark out about every match. Um, let's start it off as I have to scroll through everything. Uh, we have a fans brings the weapons triple threat match of the... Funny Bone versus Dr. Cleaver versus Drexel. Oh, I'm going to mark out. I'm going to mark out. There's very few times I regret sitting in the front row. This is going to be one of those times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this will be one of those. At least we get the uh, you know the poster and the, the things. Like, I'm hoping Funny Bone uses Devin as a weapon. I mean, we're going to point at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, use him. Use this him. This guy right here. <laughs> yep. Paper bitch. Paper bitch. <laughs> But it'll be fun. It'll it be, fun. be right, one, of the, one of the strengths I really like about Power Pro Wrestling is they really make a point to give you uh, everybody something. Yeah. Like, there's good wrestling. There's the hardcore. There's the comedy. There's the the women. There's the. I mean, they they really do a good job of having a little bit of something for everyone. Who are you guys gonna bring a weapon? That's the question. Uh, Devin, I told you. I, Devin, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll find something. Bring this Royal Rumble chair. Bring the Rumble chair. Hell yeah. <laughs> they probably have to, won't be able to use it because of uh, copyright. copyright. <laughs> yeah. This pixelated chair. Just put being pal used. stickers on it. Pal, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, how, about, yeah. how about the match added? Is it, is it the, the last match they added? Is it on there? Um, Including uh, the Bruja? 
I think so. I, I'm I'm on their Twitter right yeah. now. Uh, our next match is a triple threat match sponsored by One No Cell Entertainment. As it's Speedball Mike Bailey versus Nick Wayne versus Titus Alexander. Also known as Match of the Night. So he's going backwards, and we're going to be marking out for the, the opening match last. But uh, yes. Oh, fuck yes, I'm going to mark out for this. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, this. Former Prestige and POW champion. Good. Titus Screwed Alexander. Screwed title last night, I'll tell you that. Oh, much. no. I mean, the, the better much. man won. The guy who's got it like Titus that. Lost, so. uh, uh, and then you have. Uh, Speedball Mike Bailey, who's killing it now that he's allowed back in the States. Dude. He's making up for lost time. <laughs> this match is going to be bananas. I, in fact, I'm going to take off the S and give Pat Patterson some. This is going to be banana. Banana? It is, it's going to be banana. It will be. It won't be the main event. It probably should be. It's going to be it. tough following it's, this match. I, I'll save the main event for last. Um, no, I'm marking out for so far both matches because it's going to be fun. You have the hardcore kind of de- pe- like death match in the first one with the triple threat. And then this triple threat is going to be those, like athleticism and, re- you know. Hey, let's do something we haven't normally done and go back. Who who you got winning each of these matches? So, um, who you got winning that hardcore? Funny about Honeybone? I kind of think Drexel. I pulls would it say out. Drexel. Don't know why. Get your old Blanchard country. You're gonna get a uh, I think I think <laughs> Drexel pulls it out. Um, no love for Cleaver. I mean, I think Speedball will be winning the trophy. Uh, incorrect. Titus will be winning. He'll be pending Speedball, or he'll be pending Nick Wayne. I think Titus. I think Titus is winning. I think uh, Bailey. Let's say Titus. Yeah, but it's. I can see all three winning. Either way, Nick, Nick Wayne's taking the pen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see it. And that's something we're not talking enough about is Nick Wayne debuting. Yeah. Looking forward I, to that. Uh, I suspect he'll get a, a pretty good pop. People in this area should know who he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's been all over indie wrestling the last month and a half. He's been on every fucking show. I'm a goddamn man. I was talking with somebody. Who <laughs> Somehow sh- still going to school. I was like, how's this dude study? Like, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I was talking with somebody at the shoot about, uh, we were just talking about the like SmackDown or something, and he goes, you know who's a good guy? I'm like, you know who's a, who, who's a good wrestler? I'm like, who? He goes, Nick Wayne. I'm like, how the hell do you, Nick? <laughs> the only thing I talked to him, this guy about was about WWE, and all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah, I watched Defy. I'm like, that's badass. Get get yourself a ticket and come watch him in a triple threat match. Yeah, sponsored by me. Yeah, I uh, yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I'm excited for I'm excited oh. for it all. Yeah, but uh, the next match. Which like was the first match that they announced? Ooh, yeah, as yeah, it's yeah. C four, def- uh, going one on one. Well, two on two. We'll do one on one with the great one. I was going to do one on one, one on one versus Midnight Heat. Any other card? Match of the night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we said match of the night. Like when this is the first co- uh, when this was like the first card announced. We're like, oh, it's going to be match tonight, and then I, later on, like, ah, shh. I'm not doing my due diligence because I have not tweeted at this person. I hope Jim Cornette has seen Midnight Heat. I right. have to know what he thinks about them. Right. I Because they are incredible. So good. They're, and I think they're winning. Um, Midnight too. Heat, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. Looking forward to this match. Uh, I like all four guys. C4 is a good team. Uh, Min- I'm higher on Cody Chun than you are. Yep. I do like Guillermo Rosas. But the Midnight I'm, Heat. I like him better. I think he's better than Rosas. Yeah. Uh, Rosas, ha- I, I'll be honest. Has improved drastically since the first time I saw him at the Defy show. Yeah, he has. I remember he was in the first match at the first Power Show against Malcolm Flex. Yeah. 
Uh, both have improved tremendously since then, and they're both good. Then. If you don't have a ticket to this pal show yet, what are you doing? A, what are you doing? B, you're going to want to see Midnight Heat sooner rather than later because you're not going to be able to see them very long. Yeah, they're, they're going to be in other places real soon. Yeah, they're they're a great act. They're so, top-notch workers. If you want to see them locally, uh, do it now. And, and you're you know, going to kick yourself if you don't see them. You know what's great about Midnight Heat is they were they were able to reinvent themselves mm-hmm. and still be just as good because four minutes of Heat were a tremendous yeah, it's a tremendous group, gimmick. But yeah. it was more comedy with good heel work. Whereas Midnight Heat, they're just a great heel team. It was like the uh, better version of the Voros Twins. Yeah. Like, they were tremendous. Yeah. One of my favorite matches I've ever seen live is unfortunately canceled now. But it was the uh, four minutes of Heat against Jeremy Blanchard and... You know who. Dick Boy. Yeah. And uh, tremendous match. Just so much fun to watch. You know, it's funny you asked that. So, remember what you just said, Corey? Remind me to ask you a question when we're done with this card. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to that a lot. Our next what match. What the show? Is it that? I think it's this. It might be this match. As it will be verified Steve Miggs. Boo! Puts his uh, YouTube title up against the king of Twitch, Zicky Dice. The outlandish. Zicky Dice. Uh, Zicky Dice should win, but unfortunately I'm sure that... Jack Wagon, ooh la la, will cheat for Steve Miggs again. <laughs> and then Jack Wagon will win the title. I, I will tell you what, there's enough charisma in this match to load the entire card. I'll give you that much. Because Zicky Dice, one thing about him, he's he's loud and got tons of charisma. Boo Steve Miggs. Uh, Steve Miggs is tremendous. He's fantastic. <laughs> he's tremendous. He's verified. <laughs> Whatever. My kid's a hill at heart. Steve Miggs is like his favorite wrestler. <laughs> Your kid likes beer. So. Yeah, yeah. Match <laughs> that that post you put, uh, tagged us in. Of, so you know, uh, match the uh, a century, the century, the Veer versus Fiend match. I was like, your kid thinks Hogan Warrior at Halloween Havoc is a great match. So that's all I'm saying. Oh, it's five stars. Hey, that's whoa, all I'm whoa. saying. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> no need to disperse them with the poor lad. Um, well, we're gonna go into that. So <laughs> this will be fun. It'll be. Uh, I can see this opening easily. Yeah. yeah, you need a you need a good opener that gets the crowd engaged. There's multiple matches on this card that could easily do that. Um, this card is stacked. It's, it's really it's stacked. Fun. Uh, it's stacked. The next match is another tag match as it's Play the it? Bash Bros. Oh, who do you think is winning? Migs, we assume. Oh, Migs. I'm Migs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taking on. This is Blanchard, Blanchard Country. Country. As they're taking on the Blanchards. I'm going to go take a leak. These guys suck. <laughs> the home team is going to win, of course. Of course. Bubba going to suplex Jagoffs all over the ring. Gonna Jeremy's going to come in and hit that Jerry Lawler punch. And I'm going to be happy as hell watching it. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Oh. All right. It's um, going to be great when they leave and never come back. I love the promo or the spot the Bash Brothers did. Did you see that? Where they were like, Blanchard country. Fuck, I thought this was a college town. We're in the sticks. <laughs> God damn it. It was on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Piss off, Blanchard. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Be everybody knows sometimes when I say piss off. We all agree. The Blanchards are going to win? No. Yeah. yeah. But it's Blanchard country. No, the, we, we're saying piss off. That's what we all agree oh. to. Oh, no, we don't. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, to outdo one Hammerstone uh, and his soy boy, soy boy, soy challenge, boy challenge, Malcolm Flex is going to hit the Plex open challenge with Malcolm Flex. You know, what, you know what I hope it is? I hope it's that Max Burnside again. That'd be fantastic. I like that guy. That guy's great. Yeah. That guy is <laughs> great. 
Just get all high. Have Malcolm Flex Although, beat the crap out of him. If, if, if I had my druthers, and I do love to have my druthers. Yeah. It'd be nice if somebody's house came a little bit south. Ah, oh, that would be nice. You know what I mean? He's, came a came a little farther south with his house. Can can Mac Court be Swerve's house? That'd be awesome, but I don't see it happening. Well, I mean, Swerve's throne. Yeah, is what it would be. So we have that, um, and then I want to say the main event. No, there's one more. There's one more. Yeah, there's one more announced. Is there? Go yeah. ahead, Corey. Um, I'm trying to remember who the fucking opponent is now. You got me all. It's Love Bruja taking on somebody. Oh, really? It was announced, yeah. La Bruja, Abigail Warren taking on, oh, fuck me. The Great Cully. No, I had oh. it until it was time to tell talk about it. <laughs> and then uh, I forgot me, who the opponent me. was. God damn it. That's where we need the producer to come in. Right? Well, yeah. I don't don't see it on the. Well, well Joey's look, Joe's looking. Corey, what's the main event? It was announced on the TV show. If you watched oh, the TV show, oh, it was okay. Then let me go do it. Let me go, I'll go do it. Just outed him. Um, God damn it! Uh, yeah, but the main event. The main event is a uh, six man tag. Six person. Six person tag. Thank you. With uh, three titles on the line, as your champions. It's WCW Riffic. I love it. Right. I love it. As uh, Keita Murray. Sonico, is it Sonico or is it? Yeah, it's Sonico. It's Sonico, yeah. And our pal champion, Vinny Massaro. Oh, God. Another just, hey. just garbage. Taking on. Garbage. Ugh. Taking on the challengers, Juicy Finale, yep. Rebel Kell. Six foot stunner. And, uh. I forgot. Jaden. Jaden. Because, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, in my head, I'm still trying to figure out the Bruja match. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and that should be fun. Uh, I'm not sure. I hot, suspect Vinny doesn't lose it here. Hot take. I don't think a title's changing hands. You don't think so? Nope, I don't. I think one of the champions gets the pin and keeps the belts, I think. So, pins Jaden, guys. My boy Jaden cannot <laughs> catch a win anywhere. Nope. And I doubt they're <laughs> pinning Juicy for now. Um, oh, man. Jaden's awesome. I'm so pumped to see Juicy again. In fact, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say Keita. I'm gonna say Keita gets pinfall. Keeps his belt. Yeah. Well, they'll all keep the belts, yeah. but I think he gets the pinfall. Who gets the pin? Yeah, I think that's, and I think he'll probably pin Jaden. Yep. And we'll go from there. I'll say Sonico gets the uh, gets the pinfall. Who's he beat? So he wins the title. What he, title? Oh, he he he. No, oh, he's a champ. He's yeah, champ. He's, oh, he's um, champ. He, right. he, yeah. I'll just say this. everyone is pinning Jaden. <laughs> Yeah. I will say, since there's three champions on this show, I will say whoever the, the booker is for Pal, I'm just going to drop a name in there. Alex Shelley. I'm just saying. If you can get Alex Shelley here for one show. I mean, if you want more terrible I people mean, like no. the Blanchards and Vinny Massaro, I, I guess mean, bring in Alex Detroit Shelley, too. Made, we really need Alex Shelley just once. That's all I'm asking. <sighs> one of my all-time faves. Screwed over Titus to, Alexander. To see night. Alex Shelley live would be magnificent. But this is a loaded show. He was show. part of the TNA show? Maybe yeah. Too? Yeah, yeah uh, he might have been. I was like, wasn't he part of that? Let me double check. I will double check that while Joe is not double checking other things. I oh, know. I have been double trying to triple check right now. And I... You know what? Come to the show and find out who she wrestles. There How about go. that? There Buy a ticket go. and come find out for your damn self. Get your tickets now. Go We're to not going to do all the damn work for you. Go, Jesus. Go to powerprowrestling.com. You can find it there. and It'll take you to a... Uh, so... Eventbrite, download that app. That's where you can get the app as uh, tickets as well. 
thinking about this triple threat match that I'm very excited for, yes. that I think will be match of the night. What is, and Joe, you cannot use No Mercy, the best live match you've seen? You can't use Sean and Jericho. That's the that's an easy answer. Okay. I was thinking about this, and I didn't have an answer immediately, and then I was like, "Oh no, obviously it's Darby versus Swerve." I was gonna say <laughs> Darby Swerve at Defy. That's a that's a hard match to beat, but these are three really good guys. <laughs> so they might be able to pull it out for me, but that's that for me is the best match I've seen live. Because hmm. while I remember that TNA house show being really fun, I don't remember any match standing out. As being um, particularly good. One match that was really good in mine. Uh, um, Contra Unit versus Leparka and his son and Defy. That was good. Uh, Christopher Daniels versus uh, Cody Chun was really good. I bet that would be good. Um, I can't pick Sean or Tr- uh, Jericho. No. Damn, okay. Way too easy. I know. Way too easy. Um, Especially because that's rubbing in Corey's face and he didn't go to that one. Uh, <laughs> I tried not to. You know, I apologize. Um, if I had to pick like WWE one, like just because going to the event, that's not No Mercy. Um, maybe it was... Um, I don't know. I think I was, I was let down Dijakovic and Keith Lee when we went to the Portland show. Um, who would have thought we went to the last uh, good NXT? Right. Well, someone say that wasn't good either. Some people. Um, you're back. So, just to give you an idea of what we saw in Salem on March fifth, two thousand eleven. Eleven year anniversary just now. Yep, about that. Uh, Kazarian defeated Brian Kendrick in the first match. Devon defeated Hernandez. Yep. Angelina Love and Winter retained the Knockouts tag titles over Madison Rain and Sarita. Can't confirm. She smells wonderful. Beer Money and Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner defeated Ink Ink and Jeff Jarrett in a six-man tag. Uh, Steiner and James Storm were hilarious, just drinking beer. And you and I walked by Beer Money at yeah. the concourse, and they are short, not tall. <laughs> AJ Styles carried, defeated Matt Hardy by pinfall, and Jeff Hardy defeated Mr. Anderson. And by Jeff Hardy, you mean Hulk Hogan? Yes, in 1997. That place came unglued when Jeff Hardy came out. It was we were like, what? What is happening? It's a fun show, though. It was a fun show. It was a fun show. Kennedy cut a fantastic <laughs> promo. Making the ref get on the chair. Jarrett was like, just, I mean, Jared heel was to like, the one, heel 101, Jarrett baby. was Memphis Wrestling 101. Oh, so oh. good. And Steiner was hilarious chasing him around. <laughs> it was a good show, Joe. I think we decided to go, like, last minute, we decided to go to the, like, the day that it was like, hey, it's just where you tickets to go. We're like, oh, yeah, I was okay. Like, There's tickets. Because I was at work. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get off early and go. Okay, yeah. why not? It was worth it. It was that was a fun show. What a good time, man! You know it's also a fun and good time and worth it. Pow Pro Wrestling, get your tickets now. That's a good way to bring it around. I thought he was going to say WWE. I swear to God, I thought no, he was say WWE. no. Go to WWE and go to the Motor Center, and I don't fucking know when. At this point, folks, if you're listening to 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 us and you haven't 
got your tickets or haven't been to a pal show yet, I'm going to have Phony Bone come find you. Yeah, here we get you. Like, what are you doing? Here we get you. I'm going to paraphrase uh, Eric Bischoff. <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? What else are you doing that day? There's nothing else going on. Come to pal. Can't wait for WrestleFest in April. The West Coast WrestleFest. Yep. That'd, That'd be sick. Hopefully we find more information at, on, uh, on uh, Sunday when at Pal Pro Wrestling, Live or Let Dive. Get your tickets now. I remember. Hey. It's La Bruja versus Pal Panda. Okay. That's happening. Yeah. Hmm. I know probably anti-climatic. You, you know what's funny is intriguing. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is Why does swerve? Pop Panda look like Calvin Tankman all of a sudden? There it is. <laughs> um, moving on. Speaking of one, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was awesome, though. He, he debuted on... Uh, just for the memes alone. He debuted on AEW last week, as the week before, one Swerve, the realist. Oh, yeah. We need to... That's, a, that's an E-us. We yeah. fucked that up at our... Last week, we gave you a great rundown of Revolution. Neglected to mention Northwest's own Shane Strickland signing to All Elite Wrestling. We fucked that up. That's thought, our bad. The thing is, I think it was one of those things of we brought it up because of the we fact. We brought it up earlier. Uh, real quickly. Yeah, we referenced because it. Because then, Tony showing then, the the, uh, God. the contract with Swerve's name in bold. And it's just like. Uh, yeah, we fucked that up. <laughs> That's our bad. Swerve, fuck him to All Elite Wrestling. I like how. <laughs> Tony Schiavone introducing a newly contracted wrestler like before the cooldown match on the pay-per-view in AEW every time has replaced a uh, high-profile indie guy sitting in front row at NXT TakeOver. Yeah. You and know, I like it. uh, it's not getting over with Cornette, though. Wow. Whatever. Like, he doesn't know who Swerve is because he just doesn't watch indie yeah, wrestling. So I get it. So I'm just like... So all he knows is the, uh, what the hell is that group, Hit Row or yeah. some shit? So that's all he knows is Swerve. Like that's, that's not Swerve. That's um, Isaiah, whatever the bumfuck his name was. Scott. Yeah, uh, that's, not, that's not Shane Strickland. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see the real guy. Uh, s- star presence on that night. Star presence on Rampage. Did you see Rampage, Joe? I did. Cut the, you know, cut the great promo in the back with Mark Henry in the middle. And then went out and had a great match with Tony Nese. Looked. Every bit the superstar he's going to be. As as Twitter kept saying, can't take your eyes off him. Yeah. No, he's just got that star presence. Like, it's... <sighs> and so, I, think this so company's, I think this company's smart enough to realize it, too. I'm so it's, happy it's for him. one of those things of... Man. It's another person that... Well, when Darby came from here, and, like, the Young Bucks have been to Defy a couple of times. Cody was there. Like, his name, I'm sure... First time. Has, Cody was the first show. I'm sure his name has been said. I mean, he wrestled Cody on that first show. Like... Yeah. He's not a stranger to Tony Khan. They tried to get him before he went to WWE. Yeah. They offered him more money, and that was his dream job. You know, as it is for most people. And you, know, you learn that's, real quick. That's ending quickly, by yes, the way. By the yeah. way, um, but no, yeah, Cody was at the first show. Uh, Darby put the name in for Nick Wayne. And that's why he is signed with AEW. Um, but yeah, it's, that's where all the young people go who want to actually one still be themselves. And to get an honest chance. It's once again, in my mind, it's another person that WWE had that didn't know how to use them. You put them with the. You, you put them with uh, one of the, the group they had, uh, the. Hit Row? Hit Row. And then they were doing good, but he never defended the belt. He won the North American title, defended it once, and he lost it. Sent him to the main roster. 
oh, you have the big guy that does the A&E show with them. Make him the leader now. And then after a week, they you release everybody. It boggles the mind. Like, the guy just has star dripping off him. And you're like, well, the thing, like, what makes him so great and so unique is he doesn't wrestle a WWE style. And so mm-hmm. when you try and force him into that, it takes away everything that is great about Swerve. You know what's great about WCW, like it or not, when it was going, they didn't force anyone into a style. No. Nope. There were guys who were Southern wrestlers. There were guys who were high flyers at the height of the cruiserweight stuff. There were guys who were power dudes. There were guys that European. They all wrestled their style. That's what makes wrestling great is the mixture of, of styles and the, the clashing of styles. And that's why WWE has slowly become blah because it's homogenized. Remember in like the late 2000s, there was just, and I'm a huge Randy Orton guy, but there was just an assembly line of Randy Orton clones, not only just in looks, but in moveset and blandness at the time. Temperament and yeah. the way they cut promos. It was just, just an assembly line of Randy Orton. They all start getting tribal sleeves. Like, guys, <sighs> Jesus, man. It's, it's, and it's like, to me, it's like, even I, I'm going to get the new WWE game. It sounds that's promising, but I'm going to mute that bastard because yeah. it has Corey Graves talking and it just annoys no the thanks. hell out of me. No, thanks. Yeah. Maybe there's, I, a, there's a Spanish option. I hope. <laughs> Spanish. Give me the, let me, uh. Hit, hit, yeah. um, well, they fired that guy recently too. Yeah, they fired him because he's too old. Yep. Jesus, man. He's been but, there since the eighties, but you know, you're fired. So you have Swerve, who's already looking like a superstar. Should, shouldn't Bruce Prichard be fired? Though? I mean, you know, you know. Uh, you have Swerve looking like a superstar. You have Malachi Black looking like a superstar. The House of Black House is being of Black. built for. I mean, they're they're getting over. They're built. Did uh, you listen to the experience last week or the drive through? No, Hornet I, I, has a has a new name for them. Yeah, what is it? If you don't listen to the podcast, he calls them the Black Boys. The Black Boys. No, he... I did see. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. It kills me. But it, Brian Last, not a fan of the. Brian joke. Last is like, well, no, hold on, they're they're not. And he's like, what? They're the House of Black. They're the Black Boys. <laughs> nope, not, not today. Uh, you have you have them. You have them looking at good. Andrade, if he continues being the Andrade from the pay per view in the ring, in the yeah. ring, we're good. Um, of course, Darby and Guevara. Uh, these, the, these are those people from WWE that Wardlow. jumped over. Um, Keith yeah, Lee. Keith Lee already. Um, but yeah, they have Swerve debuting, and then Jeff Hardy debuts with probably one of the funniest ways to make a save of uh, his brothers being beaten down by his former group and. Uh, Sting and Darby make the save. I like the swerve of like yeah, they're uh, coming first. Here, they like come that. first, and then they're outnumbered. And here comes the Hardy Boys music loaded because WWE doesn't own the rights to that name because it's a non trademark stock music stock song. That is crazy. Well, not me. anymore. Yeah, yeah. AW yeah, Tony Khan actually bought the whole damn thing. There it is. So like he's like, I'll just buy the whole damn catalog. There it is. <laughs> like, so I think if if it's the same, if it's part of the same one, he owns the uh, hardcore Holly, Holly Hollies. I got that deal. He did, he did the Miz thing, so like he had to come out and then pose and then ran down I'm like, Jeff, I love it. Come on, I, Jeff. I'll be honest, it's stupid, but I love the memes of the, the music hits and he's running down dancing the whole time. And it's like, like <laughs> I love the meme. They someone uh, had a uh, had a gif of like a high school fight breaking out. Yep, I've yep. seen and that. Some dudes like break dancing in front of him. Yeah. It's like wild brawl, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like once again, Jeff Hardy with that pop. Uh, yeah, he got the pop and. Jeff, you are no longer in WWE. I'm happy for you. 
You can still do the senton save. You don't have to just land on the guy. I, I mean, holy shit. I don't think he meant shit. to. Dude, I, mean, he was, I, don't, I think he does it now because it'll kill him to do it the other way. He ate all oh. of that. Yeah. I, and he God. just sticks him. I don't, it's the joke we've had about Jeff. If he doesn't like you, he'll stick you. But I think the blade was just a smidge too far away. So Jeff made the jump and, and had to just, stick him. He stuck him. I think Jesus. he's. I think he's just broken down, and he. I think if he could get away with it, he'd never do that move again. Is he broken, Jeff Hardy? In in many ways, yes. But I don't think the the crowd needs the swanton, right? So he just sticks people now. <laughs> like, okay, here we go. Kind of like Savage at the I end mean, of his career. He couldn't. He couldn't yeah. get rid of the elbow because it was synonymous. So he would just kill people with that damn thing. I. Uh... You know, it, it doesn't do a whole lot for me personally, but I mean, he got the pop. He can't deny that he's not over. I'm, I have become a Jeff Hardy guy. Mm-hmm. I did not used to be. Um, Your cousin, have, famously, number favorite wrestler of all time. Oh no, yeah, my Famous. my cousin hates him. Yep. I was just always different. I was like, okay, Hardy, I can give him, take him or leave him, whatever. But I have become a Jeff Hardy guy in the last three, four, five years. So I'm happy to see him there yep. because he was not happy elsewhere. No. And at least he'll finally get to go out the way he wants. Because uh, I like seeing Sting getting his redemption story, and everybody's getting to write their Do final you chapter. Do rematch? Do you see the little bow to him? Like, I'm, I'm here. I'm sorry. I did. Yeah, I had the little me Well, yeah. Punk, Punk wants to restart his with a Hardy. Mm, it ha- maybe don't bring that one up. <laughs> if... <laughs> they do it, right? If he goes back to the pious straight edge, I'm better than you... Then it's it's right there. It's yeah. slapping you in the face. Yeah. Um, we have MJF doing the same thing too. Yeah. So I mean, give or take. Boy, looking at that roster, they have such a roster they can build on. Just the young guys, <laughs> like the the old. And I'm and when I say old, I'm talking people like Omega and them too. Like you, you can almost get rid of all those guys, and they have such a roster to build on. It's crazy. We talked we talked about it. It's like crazy. Uh, what was it? Oh, who was it? Warlow, maybe? It would be like the third youngest or third oldest at the Mania. Or oh, like no, the, third, uh, the title match. It was Paige and, and Cole. They yeah. would be the third and fourth youngest people on the WrestleMania roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, just with Dominic and... Uh, Theory. Theory underneath them. Other than that, everyone else is well older than them. So... Uh, so yeah, we're, we're, we're see where they go. Uh, we see that Jeff's going to be teaming with Matt, so I we have that for a be bit that for a little bit. Yeah, you also for and then also on Dynamite. I was I was swaying okay. to Dynamite. All right. um, a couple things on Dynamite. Uh, one, Chris Jericho and his ego and his ego. Uh, Jericho two uh, uh, Inner Circle two or as he call it, Joss. Uh, it's the Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Which is so self-serving, which fits the character, but come on. Inner Circle 2.0 was right there when you took Jericho and Hager and combined them with 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. You created the group, so demanding to still call it Inner Circle fits your egotistical character. And come on, Inner Circle 2.0. And you're making fun of the other guys, too. Come on, it's right there. Like most of Jericho's done in the last 10 years, fuck that up, too. I'm sure. You know, maybe his uh, wife mean, can storm the patent s- office to get it back. <laughs> I mean, Tony had to sign off on it, so. We have that. Uh, like Scorpio Sky. 
is the new TNT champion. Reach for the sky. Didn't see that coming. Well, I didn't, but it feels like they're they're pushing Guevara a little bit higher now. He's he's. It feels like to me he's moving up a little bit. What I like about what they've done with the TNT title um, is that it's treated as such a serious title. I mean, it matters. Yeah, it like, matters. And then when the guy loses it, no one has just gone straight back down to like undercard. They stay where they're upper mid card where they are. Miro, when he comes back, will be there, but Darby's still there, and you know, and Cody was there, and Guevara mm-hmm. will be there. Yeah, I'm not saying like you know Guevara's gonna get a hot shot next week against Adam Page, but I think you're gonna start seeing the slow build of Sammy Guevara. It's not like the Intercontinental Championship when you lose it and then you're back on main event. Guevara, the the most logical thing for Guevara after they finish this Jericho Kingston shit is Jericho. Mm-hmm. Like I, you never really kicked me out of the inner circle, but Let's I mean, there's a new group away. I know, right? But I think but you I know, know Jericho's going to oh, zero in on it. I think I right know. now, I think right now they're doing the. Uh, it's going to be Guevara and Ty versus uh, Paige Van Zant and either Scorpio or, or, Paige. or Paige. And I don't. Everybody, this is good booking too because the way they did it with what's coming up next week, everybody just assumes Sky is getting a one week title reign. No, I don't think that. I don't because unless we're bringing that up. Warlow, I think, cut his first promo. It was good. It was good. He's he. It's Warlow. Well, he's not MJF, but nobody is. He's yeah, good. It was a, you know, it's not fair. It was a, <laughs> I think. I think it was a good promo because I feel like that was his first one. I mean, that, he's, he's better than Batista on the mic at this point. At this point, the same point in his career, he's better than Batista. Batista got very good. He wasn't there yet. At okay, the, I'll when give he, you when that. He, at when that point, when he turned, that's what I'm saying. When he turned, absolutely. But it's the, it's the and he's better than the ring, just period. But. Wow. Warlow does does his I first promo, alone, and I think it's that process. It's that way of he cuts the promo about how he be, why he, he was bad. And like, and I like once again, it's the good storytelling of. I don't want the contract with MJF. I only did it because I lived in a you know single mother's house with sisters. I need to get money for them for me. Easy baby face storyline. Yep, I cut the corners, and I'm tired of that. Starting next week, when I take on now it's gonna be Scorpio Sky, I'm taking the title. But the whole time he's like, "MJF, you're a bitch," and I want out. So once I saw that, I went, "Whoever won, wins tonight, MJF's costing him the title." Oh yeah, definitely. Or like he doesn't even get the match because of MJF. Like in my head, I was fantasy booking ways that MJF could release him, and he'd have to wait ninety days to get a shot. Oh, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> fucking phenomenal! I was by the trying way. to figure out how they could they could just incorporate say that. that. Yeah, right. Like, it's like I'm mean, releasing you from your contract. Yeah, you don't longer. compete for ninety days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'll see you whenever. Like, make it stretch. Make it so like it, he even misses is it double ni- or nothing. Is it ninety days to double or nothing? It's less than. Yeah, that actually so, like, be perfect. Honestly, make him miss double or nothing and build it to all out. He comes back. You know, you know there would be like signs like we want we want Wardlow. Like too bad he can't compete yet. Like Tony Khan's next big signing could be Wardlow. He comes out on Tony, double or nothing. Wardlow is all elite. <laughs> yeah, Wardlow is all elite. Yeah, they should do all of that. They 100% of should. 100%. <laughs> It'd be great storytelling. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, we're just waiting to see what happens this upcoming Wednesday when uh, Scorpio Sky is defending his newly uh, won TNT title against Wardlow. Um, but if that's the direction they go with Guevara, I mean, like that tag match, it just seems backwards. I don't love those I don't, matches. In a way, but anything, theoretically, anything that Paige Van Zandt's involved in to start with is going to get a lot of press. 
yeah, a lot of attention. Like, Same thing about Ronda two years ago, and it just sucks. But it, just, it worked. Uh, that year she was there. Anything she was involved with caught eyes and got rated. Yeah. So you had the you had the Paige Van Zant situation. You're gonna be helping Ty get pub. Yeah, you're building and, her up as and well. You, you, and you have Guevara's namesake, so you're helping Guevara's namesake's gonna help both women. And then I whoever do, the I would use Paige subscribe with the TNT title. Yeah. Give Paige something to do. And that gives get gets all three minus Guevara more up in the ranking. Which is what you do. You get a guy up and then you use him to get more guys up. It's funny that like, people think that Khan's like breaking every rule in wrestling. The wrestling, the TV is is twenty twenty two, the the no selling, the high spots, mm-hmm. but everything he's doing behind the scenes in terms of like booking decisions and booking plans is straight up seventies and eighties. All he's doing is going back to the practices that nobody's been doing for thirty years: long term booking, setting up people to get over, using them to get other people over. These were all just common, no-nonsense, easy things everybody did in the 80s. And now it's considered he doesn't know what he's doing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, like, long-term, okay. it's long-term booking with the fact that we're not having a constant false finish, a, a, no, a DQ finish, a run-in. A, mean, is he doing everything perfectly? No, no. There's things that could be fixed. No one does. Yeah, but, I mean, the batting average is... is Really high right now, so I'm not going to bitch about it. I'm going to enjoy it because I I vividly remember the years of 2015 where all we had was Raw and SmackDown because NXT wasn't what it would become. TNA was still just a joke. Uh, And it was really hard to get New Japan still for a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So you were stuck with Raw. We had to watch fucking, what was it, a good guy fucking shirt and... Ty Kane do the bidding for the authority while Seth Rollins had a just a, a terrible title reign that sucked all the fun out of everything. And like, I don't want to go back to that. So I'll take this what we're going right now. That works for me. It's, and anybody, oh, I'm sorry. And anybody who says, oh, he's got 250 guys under contract, it's too much. That's 250 guys getting regular paychecks. Even if they're not being used every week. And he has four YouTube shows, and he's about to have another promotion starting in April. Yeah. Plus, it's not like he just sits them all in catering and never uses them. They're allowed to use in- work indie dates. So they're getting that steady paycheck plus the indie shit. Yep. I'm not going to cry for him and also, if they're not being used. It's not my fucking money. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like people like wanting to know the financials and like the baseball So I don't give a fuck about the financials. It's not, not my money. Games, bitch. It's, it's not, not my money. It's not our money. And it's like, <laughs> it's, care less. it's the fact, like, yeah. You have, you have for like, here's like, you know, WWE has all these talent, right? They use what? 20 of them a show? Oh, and fuck WWE too. They made a billion dollars last year and they're fucking trying to get people to work for free as volunteers at their access shit mm-hmm. in Mania we- weekend. You can't pay those people? I thought you made uh, a billion fucking dollars. A, thought, a fucking ticket to WrestleMania? I thought access was uh, uh, canceled. Uh, they're still doing some shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, so you have WWE that has... So fuck you. you. Let's say this. WWE has like a roster of 200. Yeah. They use 40 of them. Yeah. Then you have AEW who has, let's say, a roster of 150. One way or another, they're being used via Dynamite, Rampage, Dark, uh, oh. Elevation. I don't even care if that's happening shows. because their they're bank account's being used. Exactly. So, boo-hoo. They're getting paid. To do what they want while WWE people are getting paid or not getting paid to 
not have catering, have arena food. And I say the same thing for anybody who's bitching like Brian Cage about not being used. I get it. You want to be used. That's what you're in the business for. I get it. But you sign the contract. You can work indie dates. Have your fun then. Just take the fucking paycheck until the contract's done and then go do what you want. Not everybody is going to be a fucking main event player. Like, that's what I like what he's doing. Not everybody can win the belt, dog. He's bringing everybody (laughs) in and they're getting a shot. If they get over, great. Miro got over, and it's amazing he did because he started off terrible with that gaming shit. Yep. And it worked out for him. FTR, they've had some shit against them. So, you know. I like, I like the... Um, how dare they be so good in the ring. Dash right? uh, talking about Don't how... Don't be a lesson to you, Marks. Don't be good at wrestling. Dax uh, did the uh, a Q&A, and someone asked, would you go back to WWE? And he said, yeah, the money's right yeah, in the situation. It's a business. Business. I wouldn't be, I mean. And Tony Khan would give him them his blessing. Which, by like, the way, it's a, it's a business. Speaking dude. of uh, FTR, uh, they fired one, uh, Tolly. I, I like mean, what they're doing here because they, what they're doing is they're going, Wardlow left, MJF is in limbo, so they're breaking up the pinnacle. It's which, served its purpose. We, yep. It was there to feud with Inner Circle. Mm-hmm. Now Inner Circle broke up. And their heels. And their heels. So it looks like FTR is maybe turning face. MJF is just off for a week at least or so. Uh, Wardlow's going, baby. Spears will follow him, Jeff, around. Yep. But it's time to reshuffle. This is another good thing. This is what... Uh, there's a company in Japan called Dragon Gate, and they are really good at this. They they just reshuffle groups, but they do it in ways where it makes sense. Like, a group will have its day, and then they'll just break up, and then all of a sudden new groups are splintered and made throughout the entire roster. Um, WWE probably should have done that in the late 90s with the NWO and Four Horsemen and everything. Like, might have worked a little better. Um... We'll see. I like that. I was surprised, but I do like Garcia and 2.0 going with Jericho. Yeah. Because he does have name value, and it will get them a better look and hopefully a better position. It's just rotating people around to maximize them. That's what you do. Vince is so old, he just forgot all this shit. That's and, what you do. And then uh, on also on Dynamite last <coughs> week, uh, one William Regal. He's the manager, looks like. Had I had goosebumps. Uh, Brian Danielson. That was such a good and promo. And John Moxley. That was such a good promo. I don't care if it went long. Fuck it. And even the Pete, some of the talent don't give a damn. Yeah. He cuts a promo after. He went a little long. You could, I, I, I noticed Tony looking at the watch, and it's like, um, I didn't mind it. None of the, the talent didn't care. I, you know, it was Ooh. heartfelt when he started, like, uh, when he brought up Tony about uh, how. He almost burst in tears talking yeah. to Tony. Choked which I thought hard. was such a cool moment. Because everybody just forgets that Tony really helped him. Like, when he first got here, he wasn't Lord Stephen Regal. He was this bland-ass, baby-face Stephen Regal from Europe. Mm-hmm. And not good. And Tony's the one who actually took him aside and was like, you need to work on the promos and you can be a little better, and gave him some pointers. But nobody else would help him. So he's always been loyal to Shivani for that. And so it was nice to have that little moment on TV where you yeah. got to see it. That, that's cool. And those two have always been close since then, so it was nice to see that. And then Brian, you can see Brian get a little choked up when he when he said that Brian was, in his opinion, the perfect professional wrestler, and what he should have been and if I, he didn't have his demons. I, I like the uh, I like the no idea. No pressure, Danielson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I Jesus. Like, <laughs> I like the idea of the fact that that Danielson's going to be the professional the professional wrestler, and Moxie's the sadist. The sadist. Yep. 
I uh, you could also tell on Brian's face like he was very appreciative. That's not what I mean, but he's also heard the speech before. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Regal has told him this oh, to yeah. his face plenty of times. Like I, I should have been what you are. Yeah. So don't fucking blow it. Yeah. And you can tell that uh, uh, he was giddy. The seeing Regal in a in the AEW ring cutting a, a Regal promo, and he's just like I'm giddy. You know what makes the team perfect in a way is with Danielson. You have what Regal should have been. And Moxley is just following Regal's footsteps. Yep. He may not have been the technical guy, but he had the demons. He's come back. He's in a lot of ways he's It's a, it's it's a mirror, is what it is. Yeah. It's the it's it's, it's the what, it's, it, Danielson is what he thinks he is, and Mox is what he sees in the mirror. Yep, exactly. And if you've never seen the like year long feud in FCW between Regal and Moxley, my God, the promos alone are just fucking ridiculous. So, oh, no, they have somebody else who can cut a promo. What are forever will they do in this company? Oh, no. As, uh... <laughs> Jesus. Uh, as of the, uh, this upcoming AEW Dynamite, it's their St. Patrick's Day uh, slam in um, San Antonio. We have... Uh, sucks to be best friends. Right. As it's Brian Danielson and John Moxley versus best friends of Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta. Well, that shouldn't take long. <laughs> uh, trio's match... Well, of- if Yuta's in, it'll take a little while longer. But yeah. If- <laughs> About chuckles. Uh, A trio's match of Adam Cole and Red Dragon versus Jurassic uh, Express and Hangman Adam Page. Um, Once again, I like the... Once again, with this match alone, you're starting the go-away process of Hangman with the Dark Order because the Dark Order does a promo and Hangman shows up, hey, which one of you are you picking? It's like... Uh, Ooh, this is awkward. I actually picked Jurassic Express. They came up to me already, and they want to get their hands on the bucks. My bad, guys. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then they do the promo with the super elite, and hang, uh, Adam Cole's talking about how he's going to get these young, you know, they... Uh, There's going to be a party. A party, and then the bucks like, we don't want anything to do with Hangman. We've said it hundreds of times. We're done. I was done. actually picking Red Dragon. <laughs> so you have that, you know, scenario all over again. Uh, Scorpio Sky versus Wardlow for the TNT title and for the AW Women's Championship, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Thunder Rosa. She wins it here, right? Still cage. Yes. She has to. Town. Rosa she wins. has to. I mean, if she does, they might as well just rip the contract up and let her go somewhere else. Make her a referee. You're doing nothing for her. I have heard something interesting here that um, it's not to that level, but. The two of these two, these two have a bit of a Brett Sean dynamic. See that? Don't really get along, but you know they're doing business. Can see that. Brett, um, Sean, I could see <laughs> as being very fond of herself. Yep, very fond of being the champion. Yep, yep. But you got to give Thunder a run. Here. I mean, Jesus, you dude. Pound, I mean. Sunny days ahead. <laughs> so we have all that to look forward to. Um, also looking forward to is our little brackets. You know, I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, come on. All right. So we had our final first round matchup last week, pitting WrestleMania 17 against WrestleMania 22. And your winner... Not really a shocker. With 90% of the vote, WrestleMania 17. 
Yeah. Now, that is not saying that Wrestle 2022 is not good. It's a sleeper WrestleMania. It is a very good WrestleMania. But it's going up against what's considered you know, pretty much the best. It's going up against a juggernaut. It, it is what it is. There's not much you can do about it. So, John, I'm assuming you guys all voted for 17? Yeah, yes. I did. Yeah, I did. Same as why. So that means we go on to the semifinals, gentlemen. We are in the final four. First matchup, and it's a it's a doozy. We have WrestleMania 19 versus WrestleMania 30. Ooh, okay. Damn. WrestleMania 19, um, when you look at it in the history books, is going to be mainly known for the finale mm-hmm. of the Rock Austin trilogy. Two biggest stars of the biggest era in the history of wrestling. The very last time you see The Rock and Stone Cold in the ring wrestling. Um, they haven't really interacted since then either. Like, I mean, like once or twice, but they haven't really interacted, which is kind of weird. Yeah. And this one came together real quickly when the Goldberg deal fell through yep. for at least another month. Yep. And they were like, well, let's just get these two together. It's, it's a surefire. Because it's, uh, I mean, Austin almost didn't wrestle. I mean, he was in the hospital. Yeah. In the, like, overnight. Yeah. He had a kidney failure? Something like he that? He had overdone the caffeine. So he'd had, like, some ungodly amounts of cups of coffee and then, mm-hmm. like, five energy drinks or some shit like that. And it just because he was so nervous. Yeah. That he ended up in the hospital. Like, the heart was just pounding nonstop. Mm-hmm. They weren't sure if he was going to be able to even get out of there. Can you imagine if they had to scrap that match? Oh, like so, we don't mm. bait and switch. What here. would you have? What would they have done if Austin could not go? What would they have done? Uh, Looking Vince, at the card that was there, depending on how what time, because Goldberg had put pen to paper. Okay. So at that last moment that morning, if you find out Austin can't work, I would think you open you you take a Brinks truck and back it up in Atlanta, and get a uh, you send your private jet to to, mm-hmm. to send for Bill, have him and, just show up, and, and he wrestles Rock yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, but because because it's WrestleMania and it's Austin versus Rock, you can't just oh well backlash. We'll Here's take the care hurricane of it. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't do that. It has that's to fair. be someone Goldberg level. Like, that's oh, fair. Shit. So that's that's what I would. And we said it's the best match of the three. I like it the best. I think it's, it's the best match. I, it tells the best story. It, it's <laughs> there's nothing against Atira main events, but they they kind of go 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 go. And don't always let things breathe. This mm-hmm. match let things breathe. They told a, a better story, I thought. It really, and I give the guy a lot of crap because he's a piece of shit human being most of the time. But JR um, added a lot to this match, yep. telling the story of Austin as the old gunslinger for one last shot. And it, it's not always apparent. It is, a, and it is in this match. You can see that Austin poured whatever he had left into this match. He was done. When that bell rang and you saw like Rock, just like they had a moment at the end there where they just thanked each other and my favorite. God, he was. You could just see it all leave his body that he was just done. My favorite part of the match is the very end. It's mm-hmm. it's really poignant. It's almost as if it was a movie. Mm-hmm. You, it's almost like a video game. And what I mean by that is when he takes that last rock bottom and he doesn't go up so easy. Mm-hmm. And Rock just plants him. And when he plants him, you can almost see the little life force just leave yep. his body. And you know the pinfall's coming. Yep. I love that. It's so poignant to me. And Rock pins him and then just sits there talking. You can see his mouth moving. He's not trying to hide it. And it's great because they talking. didn't need to hide it, right? It no. was yeah. perfect. They didn't need to hide it at that point. And just the seeing Stone Cold pinned at a WrestleMania 
you kind of knew as if it wasn't obvious enough with, with JR and the last gunslinger, yeah. you know, one last shot out there. You just kind of felt it was Austin's last match. So the next night when they did the whole you're not medically cleared and you're fired shit with Bischoff, that wasn't a surprise yeah. to anybody watching because yeah. you just kind of felt it. Great moment. Mm. One of my favorite WrestleMania moments, actually, is that ending. It's just so good. It is weird that it wasn't the main event, right? You would think somebody of Austin's importance, like he would go out last, but it kind of makes sense for Austin that he's not wanting to, to be honest. I'm sure he didn't. Yeah, I'm, I'll put it this way. If he doesn't spend the night in the hospital the night before, it could have gone on last. Maybe they were like, oh, we can't count on this to be the... Mm-hmm. The cliffhanger, the ending. I mean, what if he can't go that good? Right. So they're like, we're better off putting Brock and, and Angle out there. At least that'll finish the match tonight. Uh, well, <sighs> almost finished Whoops. Brock. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's that's the moment for nineteen. In terms of thirty, you're tempted to go one way, but I think that the story has to be the end of the streak. It has to be. I agree. Lesnar defeating Taker, and what's odd is I actually had a chance to watch this the other day because my kid. Turned on the old cock and put on Brock Lesnar's like most F5ing matches or whatever the fuck they call their <laughs> playlist. And um, I hope it's that. Fantastic. And, I, and that happens to be the match that when I came in the room, I'm like, oh, this one. He's like, yeah. So I watched it. It still doesn't hold up. It's not very good at all. It's one of the. God, where would you. Not ranking them, but what moments is that when, when he loses and you see that they panned they got the guy and the guy in the crowd? The guy in the crowd. The whole Where, crowd. What moment is that up with? Is it with Hogan, Andre? Is it up there in that echelon of moments? It's definitely in the top ten. I think when you're looking that at that is just... Hogan and Andre face-to-face with the light bulbs. Hogan and Warrior face-to-face. Hogan and Rock? Hogan Rock, Yeah. Uh, three Hogan's, by the way. Austin and Rock. Uh, uh, Michael's on the sl- Ma- on the uh, zip line. Yeah, Michael's the on the zip line. Or even after that, the boyhood dream has uh, come I'm, true. I'm sorry, I love you. Or so I guess so. I guess so. Let's do real quick. We'll do this. Or is it Michael's on the ladder against Razor? To me, it's Michael's on the ladder doing the splash. Mm-hmm. That's the mania moment for him. But then again, his match is a taker. The when he kicks out of the tombstone and Taker just looks incredulous, like. What just happened? Um, those are all moments. Uh, one that never happened now, but Eddie and Benoit embracing after embracing. Benoit wins the title. The confetti. Steven everywhere. Richards and Eddie. Yeah, yeah, when Stevie won the title. Uh, See, I mean, this this Taker moment, man. I mean, we've talked about it on this podcast a bunch of times. Like, there was shock. There was disbelief. I would probably some anger for a certain voice of a generation. Uh <laughs> Deep sadness from what Joe said. Yeah, I was in the room when that happened. <laughs> a little dusty in here? It was dusty. And also the fact that everyone was like, they fucked up. They fucked up. That's what we thought. We, we thought fucked they fucked up. up. We're like, the ref is going to get fired. The ref might get killed. Same yeah. here. They might murder him on live pay-per-view. And then nothing just kept happening. All of a sudden, the graphic shows up on those big trons. You're just like... Heyman starts laughing. You're like, oh, those uh, bastards. Like, they did it. They had the balls to do it. That's crazy. I know one guy who was crying was Vince, who, uh, f- from everything that's been said, regretted it yep. almost immediately. It was Tecker's call, though, right? Uh, no, Vince's call. It was Vince's call? It was Vince's decision because he... Was tired of the mania streak being a thing. Yeah, he was... Uh, I think it was like he was just frustrated, and he he picked one thing and said, Oh, fuck it! He needs to lose. 
But also, it he worked w- out though. It did. Like fuck it, it made, it made the biggest star they've had in the last ten years. He wanted to make sure that Brock wasn't a bust because Triple H just feuded. Because that previous year was fucking yeah. terrible. So they 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 totally blew blew it with Brock. Mm-hmm. So they had to rebuild him, and they weren't sure how many more years Taker had. Turns so out, it was like Jesus. I don't blame him for that thought process. Like this is the year. If we're gonna do it, this is the year. Uh, looking back, I would have had him win, Taker. Yeah. I know it made Brock, but I would have had 33 be the year. I'd had Roman pin him. If you really wanted to submit Roman before the heel stuff that seems to be working, yeah, I would have saved the streak for him and had him beat him at 33 just like he did, and then boom, Taker's done. I don't know. I, I kind of like they. I wish they would have had. Brock beat him, and then Taker just never wrestled. That should have been the end of Taker, and then Ron, and then Roman beats Brock as the guy who beat Taker. I I think I prefer that path. Or you at this sure. year's WrestleMania? Well, we'll see. And then, but yeah, so that's the defining oh, moment oh, of thirty. Got it. Is uh, the Taker the the vaunted streak going going away? Well, you can go to Twitter or and or Facebook at No Cell Entertainment, and you can vote now. Cast your vote. Cast your vote. Right now, the voting is up and running. Like, also running, going to get your ticket for Pow Pro Wrestling. There it is. Live and let dive. So get your tickets. That's uh, next Sunday, by the way. 4.30 start time. 4.30 start time. 4.30 bell time. Ding, ding. So get your tickets. Mr. Bell ding. Oh, shit. There it is. Cut it out. I never got that until like a a year ago. Just now? Yeah. Uh-oh. Hmm? All right. Well, let's wrap it up as... Uh, We're getting the wrap it up signal. <laughs> yeah. Wrap, wrap it, it up. up. Um, as Put the light on the back of the club. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, the cl- <laughs> light, the club lights are on. Jump, yeah. Yeah. Hit the closing time. <laughs> well, you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com. You can go to uh, all of our social medias, net no cell entertainment or nocellent. You can go to... Uh, no to watch what Corey does when he is cutting it out. Oh, <laughs> while he's listening to us on Spotify, baby. There it, there it is. And you can listen to us on any other uh, place you listen to your podcast. I regret it now. I can only get off when I hear Joe's voice. And that soothing voice will tell you you can always listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.